Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. HousingWire Daily examines the most compelling mortgage, real estate, and fintech articles reported from the HousingWire newsroom. Each afternoon, the HW Digital team provides our listeners with a deeper look into the stories that are helping move markets forward. Hosted and produced by Alcina Lloyd and Victoria Wickham. And now, here's our host. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Victoria Wickham, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today, you'll be listening to our Mortgage Desk segment with host Kelsey Ramirez. In this episode, Ramirez speaks to Angel Hernandez, Ginny May Director, MBS Policy and Program Development, about the latest digital advancements at Ginny May, including its new acceptance of e-notes, what it means for the housing market, and what's coming next for the digital mortgage. But before we listen, here's a brief word from HousingWire's newest podcast. Right now, more than ever, the housing industry has been having honest conversations about how race impacts the home buying process. To heighten the discussion, Housing Wire is launching Honest Conversations, a new mini podcast series to examine the state of minority home ownership in America. For eight weeks starting in February, please join Housing Wire Daily each Wednesday as we aim to provide listeners with a greater perspective on how race, housing, and wealth intersect and what experts are doing to close the home ownership gap. Welcome to Mortgage Desk. Today you'll be listening to an exclusive interview that features Angel Hernandez, Ginny May Director, MBS Policy and Program Development. Angel is the lead on Ginny May's Digital Collateral Project. In today's interview, he will discuss the latest digital advancements at Ginny May, what that means for the housing market, and what's next from here. Angel, thanks for being on with us. Elsie, thank you so much for inviting us to engage in uh, what surely is one of my favorite topics to to speak about. So thank you. That's great. I'm really excited to to talk about this. I know that y'all have a lot going on over there. So to start us off, do you want to just tell us a little bit more about the digital collateral program and what the goal behind it is? Yes, thank you. Uh, I think it's it's good to to lay a foundation for this. So for Jeannie May, the digital collateral program. You, know, you can think of it as a feature of our larger mortgage-backed securities program. Uh, it is the part of our program that allows eligible participants to create and issue GDMA-guaranteed MBS that are backed exclusively by digital pools. Now, digital pools are pools where each loan results from an electronic closing and where the, pro- and, and where the corresponding promissory note uh, is also an e-note. Now, beyond just the, uh, you know, the mere inclusion of e-notes, 
digital pools also have other distinguishing features. Uh, for example, uh, in those, GNMA allows trailing loan documents that are associated with, with the digital pool. Um, and by these, we, we refer to uh, security instruments, title policies, for example, uh, to be transmitted and stored electronically. Now, the same would typically have to be physically transferred to a document custodian, you know, physically, if we were dealing with, with traditional paper pools. So again, so for participants in, in the digital uh, collateral program and their ability to do digital pools, right? It is beyond just the fact that they're able to create MBS with e-notes. Uh, it does come with other flexibilities on, on the collateral side, uh, which is why we called it, you know, the digital collateral program more so than uh, our digital mortgage program. Um, again, likewise, so, some other things I can think of here would be the fact that in digital pools, those are going to be eligible to fully leverage other market innovations in the space, such as the utilization of remote online notaries, for example. Now, um, like other subcomponents uh, of the MBS program, Kelsey, the digital collateral program does have specific rules and requirements and these govern which GDMA issuers are eligible to participate. Now, all of those requirements we announced last year when we published APM 2010, uh, as well as the accompanying digital collateral program guide. Uh, the requirements we have on that guide really are aimed at ensuring that each of the participating issuers that, that we welcome in into the program, that they do possess the necessary subject matter expertise, uh, systems, technology, as well as overall processes to be able to meet Gini May and investor obligations as our business model does dictate that, that we do digital mortgages just a little different than how they were typically done for GSC delivery. Now, you asked what, what the goal of this is for us. Well, I think first and foremost, the, the goal is to extend to borrowers, lenders, and servicers in the government-backed mortgage sector full access uh, to the benefits, the value, the convenience, and the security that can be achieved with large-scale adoption of, of digital mortgage technology. I think, you know, I think at a time like this, right, the importance of this goal truly cannot be understated. Uh, you know, we're in a place where industry and consumers need alternatives that support the continuation of transactions in a manner that, that is fully compatible with, with public health guidelines, as well as perhaps the, the new and everlasting realities of remote work. Yeah, I mean, we've seen that across the industry with, um, you know, more and more people wanting to to look into e-notes and e-closings and, and Ron has really taken off this year. There's definitely been that demand there. Um, so what, I mean, we talked about e-notes a little bit, how, how Jimmy May is now accepting those. Um, you mentioned some of the other digital efforts that, that goes into this. What is the value that this is going to add to the housing market overall? So, so Kelsey, you know, we first announced this in, in 2018. Um, and I think we were pretty clear back then what the ultimate objective would be and what impact this would have uh, in the industry overall. So I, as it stands today, I think our digital efforts really do enable our, our industry to make a, a significant leap forward into the creation of a digital mortgage ecosystem, something that I think uh, quite a few was having after for a very long time. Um, and this is an ecosystem that really takes the experience from a borrower's loan application all the way to securitization, one that is capable of 
increasing efficiencies and reducing costs uh, throughout a loan's life cycle, uh, an ecosystem that, that we believe can increase access to credit and overall enhance the safety and soundness in, in, in our industry segment. Um, so when it comes to what Gini May has done, I think in a, in a rather targeted fashion, uh, our efforts were aimed at directly promoting uh, adoption of those components of this ecosystems that are ready to be deployed today, right? So we wanted to increase the value proposition and overall return of the investments in people and technology that are needed by lenders and servicers uh, to deploy and support e-closings as well as e-notes. Uh, perhaps this is best illustrated by, by contrast to what would be but for this effort, right? Um, so prior to the, the digital collateral program, uh, you know, the return on investment for lenders participating in both the conventional and, and government segments, or perhaps even, you know, private label, was somewhat limited in that uh, they would have to maintain two separate, distinct, and parallel processes from the point of borrower application to delivering to the secondary market, right? One for conventional, where they could, in certain occasions, leverage e-closings, e-notes, and RON, and then a completely separate one for, for government, uh, where they could not. Uh, so I think our, our contribution, again, into, into that larger, um, perhaps more ambitious goal of, of the fully e-ecosystem, uh, is that we're, we're helping to, to close that loop, to close that gap, uh, and really make it such that uh, if a lender or a servicer decide that this is the right time for them to invest in digital mortgage technology, that it's something they are going to be able to use and integrate across their portfolio. Yeah, and, and you know that may be a. There's some lenders right now that that are all on board with e closings and and definitely ahead of the pack. But there are some that that are kind of still hanging back to see where where this goes. So the fact that they can now do more loan types um, through this e closing through their e closing platforms definitely um, could spur some encouragement on that end to get more people on board with e closings in general. Yeah, and I think the fact that this this can be leveraged across loan types in more instances, uh, you know, does help with the very human element of it, of of being able to create a standard process that uh, that everyone in your enterprise can follow, that everyone is familiar with, rather than having to create again, you know, bifurcated or parallel processes where where you have experts in one area but but not the other. Uh, again, I think that that kind of distinction. Uh, injects uh, an element of, of perhaps, you know, sophistication or, or complexity in, into operations that, that, you know, rightfully so some lenders might have sought to, uh, to, to evade or, or delay. Uh, so again, I think us coming in, um, enabling uh, the products of, of e-closings to, to be delivered into, into a government securitization, I think closes that or at least minimizes those risks for anyone contemplating the investment. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, so talking about that a little bit more, I know Rocket Mortgage is probably the biggest participant in your uh, program right now um, with as far as uh, originating these e-notes. Um, I know the MBS that y'all announced that you backed just a, a week or two ago, it was originated by loans from Rocket. And they were predicting that we would see a lot more VA and FHA loans being um, done with, with e-notes by the end of this year. And, and I sounds like I'm hearing similar comments um, from you today. What specifically 
are is the goal um, when it comes to uh, accepting e-notes and, and the kind of growth that we might see this year? Yes, so I'll take each of those in part. So I think in terms of what is our goal, uh, our goal in the offering that we have with our existing counterparties really is to, to provide them with the flexibility within our program, the structure within our program, as well as the support and know-how uh, at GINIME to be able to usher them in to e-note production for the government, right? So, uh, so again, it's not, um, you know, ultimately that, that, that becomes a very independent decision for each of our issuers of, uh, of when it's the right time for them to uh, enter this space with GINIME. Our goal is, again, to, to have uh, a program that is as crisp and as sophisticated to, to support those endeavors uh, when the time is ready for them. Now, now having said that, I, 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 I do agree with, uh, with the assessment just provided, I'm sure, uh, um, those comments from Rocket Mortgage as well, in that just looking at the pipeline of applicants that we have, at the number of inquiries that we've been receiving since last July, um, on the program, the request for, for education, the request for uh, communication from, um, you know, partners to our issuers, such as warehouse lenders, technology providers, uh, they are all indicative uh, uh, and do point towards exponential growth uh, in the, you know, in the production of e-notes and in the use of e-notes for FHA and VA over the coming year. Um, I do think that um, the, again, the, the situation we have at hand today with the public health emergency uh, it is prompting uh, quite a bit of the market in, in this direction. Uh, but I think the fact that Jeannie May was, you know, was able to do some of this work ahead of that, right, as part of our Jeannie May 2020 initiative that we began back in 2018 really positioned us uh, to be in the place where we are today, whereas that demand from our issuers uh, increases and as their own readiness increases, uh, where we, we, we will be able to, to accommodate that shift. So y'all have made a lot of big steps this year. You've been working on the digital collateral program several years now. Um, we saw a lot of really big advancements over the past year, but um, I mean, what's next for y'all? Well, we're certainly not done, Kelsey. Uh, our first objective was to put in place a program that was fully in alignment with the standards, technology, and processes that had been deployed uh, prior to our own digital mortgage efforts, while at the same time ensuring that uh, our digital mortgage efforts were also fully consistent with, with GDME's business model and its role as a guarantor. Uh, so our first objective was to achieve validation of, of the architecture and model that we laid out in our digital collateral program guide, which I think to, to a large extent uh, we, we've reached that and, and we continue to reach that uh, with other participants in validating how, uh, again, the rules, requirements, and processes we have in place are able to accommodate a variety of, of funding configurations, technology configurations, uh, and, and delivery processes. From here, I think the first thing we'll need to do is do another round of, of enhancements or updates to the rules and requirements that we have in the digital uh, collateral program guide. Now, these are going to be informed by the uh, best practices, by the lessons learned 
that that we inherit from this initial deployment, right? So really take that experience that we that we have working one on one with the e issuers and our digital collateral program to see what we can do better, what we can streamline, uh, where additional clarity is needed for for other participants, and translate that into actual enhancements to the rules in our in our guide. The um, the second thing really is going to be opening up the program uh, to welcome in even more participants, right? Perhaps issuers that uh, that were not ready to apply last year, but you know, since we made the announcement, now have set in place their own closing and you know programs and are ready to engage with us uh, on this front. Uh, now, both of those are you know milestones that I would expect for us to reach this year, right? Again, another. Uh, set of uh, updates to our existing digital collateral program guides, as well as another window of applications uh, for for issuers that you know have not been able to apply just yet. Long term, uh, we do hope to be able to fully integrate the digital collateral program into our securitization platform even more. And and what I mean by this is uh, to enable features that that increase uh, the efficiencies. In, in how we do things, including, for example, uh, the development of a document custody application that can support auto certification of e-notes, uh, as well as a more targeted loan level tracking of, of loan status within our portfolio. Now, those larger objectives are likely multi-year efforts, um, and those will need to be done in partnership with the existing stakeholders in our ecosystem, including uh, you know, subservicers, document custodians, as we do believe that our business model, which again is that of a of a guarantor, will continue to dictate some distinctions between our digital program and that which is uh, present at the GSEs or with the federal home loan banks. Um, so again, lots lots of work to do in this space. Uh, a, a great deal of, of conversation that still needs to take place uh, between between Jeannie May and, and stakeholders. But again, it, it's all it's all very exciting work, and and we're really looking forward to uh, to taking the the next few steps along this path. Yeah, it definitely is exciting times for Jenny, and then exciting times for the industry as a whole as as we continue to move to this increased digital um, process, digital mortgage. Um, so, is there anything else that you wanted to add today, or also where can our listeners find more information on the digital collateral program? So if you visit our website, geniemade.gov, we have a modernization page. Uh, under the modernization page, we do have some of the key governing documents, key announcements, and some training materials that we've published over time. Um, so again, that, that's the first place that I would direct anyone who wants to know more. Um, the only thing I would add is, you know, for those of you that um, that are thinking of getting involved and have not yet, you know, uh, please uh, write us, stay in communication, write your account executive. Um, you know, the, the success of this program is largely going to depend uh, on the feedback that we receive from our stakeholders. So we, we do want, um, you know, as we have over the last three years, we want this to be a, a, a very collaborative effort between GDMA and industry. Uh, and we look forward to, you know, working to that end. Great. Well, thank you so much for being on with us today. No, thank you, Kelsey.
Now more than ever, the housing industry is looking to its leaders for answers. That's why each week, the Housing News Podcast invites a new mortgage, fintech, or real estate executive to the show to provide its listeners with more perspective on the announcements and news stories crossing HousingWire's news desk. Hosted by Sarah Wheeler and produced by Alcina Lloyd, the Housing News Podcast is now available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily as we wrap up this week's news coverage. As always, we like to remind you to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Have a great weekend and catch everyone back here again on Monday.